Hello, I'm Alvin. Hello, I'm Piyush. And I'm Aditya, and we're Upper Ini. Oh, solid. All right, guys. Uh, they say three is a, what two is a party, three is a crowd, four people is all we have last week, and then uh, this week we have five people, and it's uh it's a nice pushing number, yeah. pushing the limits now. But <laughs> today, uh, it's the first time we have two more guests today. So, uh, but before that, we will talk a little bit more about the topic today. So actually, uh, it's going to be a lot about. Uh, dating and relationships, in particular for the pandemic season, uh, love is actually still in the air, uh, even though the virus is you know everywhere and all that kind of stuff. So uh, moving on, we'll be sharing a little bit about the overview of like how it is in the dating scene in Singapore, particularly you know what what is happening right now and online and offline, and then also we also obviously have to spend some time with Elizabeth and uh, Tim. <laughs> who are very good guests and we will have a long, long conversation about this topic because they definitely have the experience. And we'll see how we feel about it in the next year in terms of changes. Right, so uh, this is the monologue part. <laughs> so this is the part where I'll start going through into the overview. So essentially, Singapore just had the 2020 census, so like the population survey thing that we do every 10 years. So since 2010, which was 10 years ago, the proportion of singles across all age groups has increased. So good news, maybe. Then uh, it is also very prominent in the 25 to 34 year old age groups in terms of the increase. So for example, there are 69% single males compared to 15% less 10 years ago. And likewise, you know, females also have that kind of change uh, in that age group. So moving on, we also understand that of course, they think they have like online and offline. I mean, before this whole pandemic thing, we, we used to, people used to meet their partners in the club or the bar or whatever event that you have. And then like hundreds of people just mingling around and then you bump into each other and whatnot. Very exciting times. Good days. But unfortunately, um, <laughs> things have changed a lot. But anyway, just to run through offline, of course, some of us will also count on mutual friends. Uh, maybe you, you, some people believe in finding their partners in, in at work even or wherever in, in, by fate, physically. So, and also to add on actually, like right now there's a company called Kai Kai. Okay, so that's a, like a company that is affiliated to Pakto, which is another dating app. So they actually do matchmaking services essentially where you have like proper consultations with a relationship manager to find out and really understand what the person once in a partner, like going through past relationships, very, very personal questions in a private space before they set up the date and also uh, get your agreement as well to go ahead. So that's just what happened in today's dating scene. And then online, of course, it's, it's where it's at right now, especially with this whole virus thing. And in fact, uh, there's actually a lot of money to be made there in terms of revenue. It's going to increase to 4 million USD this year. And just another four years later in 2025, it's going to increase another 1 million uh, to 5 million USD's revenue. So it's pretty insane. And actually in last year, 2020, in Singapore, the biggest demographic of these online apps, right? You might be guessing a very different issue, but what they have in data is that 35 to 44-year-olds are the biggest group. They actually take up 44.4% of the online users. So that's pretty insane. 
you thought the young ones are doing it, but actually young ones are like 22.2%, like 18 to 24 and 25 to 34. These two groups each is 22.2%. So moving forward, of course, we have all these apps around. So what's happening now, pandemic-wise, of course, despite the pandemic starting, right, you thought people won't be going out, but actually a lot of people are still going on dates. You know, even we have all these measures going on. Uh, Singapore has been going like five groups of five, groups of eight. You cannot dine in. I can dine in with two people. Uh, you can't do this. You can't do that. It's very confusing, but a lot of people are actually still open to dating. Yeah. And we are, not say shit, I said we, a lot of singles <laughs> are spending a lot of time seeking like, companionship because they face a lot more issues. So they probably want to have a partner to talk it out, build a relationship, etc., etc. And in fact, 57% of Singaporean daters, this is, this is a survey from Coffee Meets Bagel, the company, 57% are actually taking longer to decide to meet someone ever since the pandemic started. So actually, they become more introspective. And more than half actually made themselves reflect a lot on what they want to look for in a partner. Last time, you you see the person a bit drunk, you bump into a girl or guy, the body a bit nice, you touch it, touch it, you get a date with uh-huh. but things have changed because obviously, you don't have that kind of opportunity anymore. Yeah, uh, you got to speak for yourself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, so without this physical aspect, physical spaces or gatherings around, especially in Singapore, there's obviously this trend coming out, not just like online apps, meaning just texting each other. People are actually doing virtual speed dating events, video dating. So for like whatever we are doing now, right, but romantic, if you think about it simply that way. Uh, and <laughs> so they don't have to meet their date face-to-face nowadays. And, you know, despite the pandemic coming around, then how do they meet and date consistently? You can't be just doing videos every day, right? It's kind of boring. So, you know, despite these restrictions, right, or even uh, increase a lot of problems for the matchmaking agencies because they, these agencies are the ones that organize dating events where you used to be a whole group of people in an event hall and playing games or whatever. But they have pivoted to like virtual services, so like online consultations, relationship coaching, and of course, like what I said, the virtual dates. So, for example, a company called Lunch actually is a dating agency. I never heard of this before, but they are doing weekly webinars to invite speakers to talk about self improvement, dating topics, and they have actually engaged like quite a few hundred participants online. You'd be surprised actually people still do that. And also, one more thing, very very big, I would say big topic is of course vaccinations with the recent increase in vaccination rates and the mass production thanks to Pfizer, Moderna, Sinovac etc etc dating apps have also hopped on this trend where they add stickers to declare vaccination status on user profiles so in fact in Singapore actually in this survey done by Lunch actually in this year they just recently pulled like 650 of them singles finding out about behavior and it says that uh, about one third agree that it's still very important that potential dates are vaccinated or at least 70% will feel safer to go on a date for the same vaccination reasons. And so that consideration is still quite big these days. But after all, all I said, in the end, people still want to do offline dating. Online dating is still a platform. It is not the real substitute because if you want companionship, it is definitely not enough to do it online. You still need to be physical you have to have to inter- okay no no rewind you need to have physical interaction <laughs> uh, physical yeah you have to clarify the physical here uh, phys- <laughs> so like physical interaction companionship you have to have the offline meetings that's the big umbrella term so they still have 
this option available uh, and people still want to do that because it's doing online is like an efficient way to filter but in the end you still want to do it like an offline meetup so essentially that's what's happening right now it's a very confusing situation but it really is the case I'm sure our fellow <laughs> fellow guests here will also know and of course Piyush and Aditya are also aware actually they are also experiencing this <laughs> <laughs> right so anyway that's the longest monologue i'm gonna jump into the interview so liz and tim we've known them for quite a while we met liz in uni liz met tim in a actually we have a separate discussion about that but <laughs> or maybe you guys to start off but i want to say how you guys know each other actually before you say okay. how you know us <laughs> okay hello i'm liz um, yeah, so Tim is next to me now. Uh, we both met through a mutual friend actually, and this friend was um someone that uh, I met in poly, but it was he was his secondary school friend. Yeah, secondary school friend. Yeah, and initially we just started off as friends, and it was only what do you say we got together? What? Oh yeah, actually I was the one who initiated to like meet up with him because we wanted to catch up like in person because we hadn't we haven't met in like forever. So, and then it turns out from that offline meetup that, you know, we've been together for like two years now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, so yeah. you guys started with the traditional, so-called traditional, uh, right? It sounds relatively traditional. That's cool. That's I mean, cool. Like, we, we, we got, how's it? We met up not intending to date. We met up as like, it's just like a friendly catch up between mm. friends. It just happened that it went down that path. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, it always sometimes starts as friends, then <laughs> something yeah. brews other than tea. <laughs> like the, it wasn't intentional. I didn't like I didn't like take the bus that day to to meet him thinking that okay, that's my catch. Okay, okay. <laughs> mind, I don't think the bus is specifically catered for that, you know, it can <laughs> go to different directions. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's called falling in love, or it's not uh planning for love. <laughs> But anyway, uh, that's a really good <laughs> intro. So anyway, we, we knew each other in uni. La. Actually, because of Vivace. La. <laughs> Our yeah, little crazy from event. 27, no, 16, 17. 17, yeah. 17. Yeah. I would say early, early 2017. True, true. Yeah. What is Vivace, guys, for the benefit of those? <laughs> I really don't want to go through this. Okay, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but anyway, uh, we met. This event is the... It's a school event, just a school event. Yeah. showcasing all the CCAs etc etc so we are part of the organizing team uh, and we of course we organizing before committing yeah. yeah organizing intended <laughs> <laughs> uh, with and of course going through the whole experience that we got very close to each other so including Piyush and Aditya uh, although Aditya wasn't part but no, but he was he yeah. was aware of some of the things that was going on at least he, at least he still knows us la. so sometimes we talk about it and then he doesn't understand but at least it's kind of now you know it's all coming together. <laughs> okay, but anyway, <laughs> so you guys have been together, uh, this team has been together for two years, pre-COVID some more, so yeah. uh, you know, offline and all that. So I think yeah. that leads to the question of what do you see the change in the dating ways from pre-COVID to COVID times, for example? So like in terms of the chance of meeting someone, etc. how do people meet and all that? Do you, do you see these kind of changes? I think you can argue that 
Um, with COVID now, a lot of people are afraid to go out with the rising numbers in Singapore. So I would see a trend shifting towards more online dating. And also due to work, I think some people don't have the opportunity to really go out and meet new people. So not really in the sense that you don't want to meet offline. You don't have the time to do it offline. So I see there's, um, there's a trend in this online dating scene here in Singapore. And it's not all that wrong. I mean, online dating to myself is, it saves time, of course. Um, you don't have really have to go out every day to meet somebody new. Sort of like a curated list on CMB that gets sent to you every day at 12 noon or something like that, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> 20 so matches. Sort of down what, yeah, what you like <laughs> and what you don't like. And online dating is, everybody puts their best foot forward. On CMB, you see the girls or the guys putting their prettiest pictures, they are more sexy or in a, on a holiday. When they look good, pictures that they look good to attract people. I mean, you can argue it's superficial or not, but it is what it is online. Everybody wants to show their best photo. Yeah. And sometimes the person you meet might not be the person you see in the photo you see or the person that you see in the photo along with the description. So it's quite interesting. Like. The dynamics. Yeah, the dynamics. A lot of topics to be discussed here, like, I feel. Very nice. Yeah. A very intellectual reply there. Oh my God. This oh. is <laughs> the, the most intelligent I've ever heard. <laughs> no wow. Because <laughs> we don't meet much, but, but no every time we meet. <laughs> I think because you haven't drink your wine, so you're fine today. Like. That's right. Because <laughs> I, I, I did use CMB once. Um, I brought a girl to Moss Burger and I never heard from her again. <laughs> Moss Burger? <laughs> that was my only um, experience with CMB, and after that, I don't know. I think it was the location. I never heard from her ever again. Right, right. Okay, at least it, at least it started a date. So at least you went through that. That yeah, offline, to online, the- online to offline it transition. Yeah, it was quite interesting, man. <laughs> it was quite interesting. Eye-opening experience. I think it's something that I did that. No, but the fact, I feel that the fact that he was able to initiate like an offline meetup from an online like like meeting, I think that was quite amazing because like a lot of people just ended there online. Like once they, they text like the fella, maybe like after two or three times, they might feel like, oh, I'm not comfortable meeting this person in real life. And then they just sort of start ghosting them. Technically, I got ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, it takes a lot of guts to like, meet the person offline. Like, you. Then after that, I just got ghosted. So, yeah. oh, well. No, don't worry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Happens to the best. Oh, that's all water under the bridge, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever is the case, right, is they are lost if they close. Uh. Yeah, that's why. Pity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You must think uh, of it this way. It worked to my advantage. Uh, <laughs> Tim, you can, you can let us know if you're feeling unsafe. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry. I got clearance to speak, speak my mind and so I'm good. That's, that's good to hear. That's a very healthy uh, relationship. <laughs> okay, but then like, I'm sure like, so this offline to online thing, I, I agree with you lah. So people are going online obviously and then work and especially for Singapore, like we're highly overworked, uh, or at least we are yes. busy, busy, busy people. So already from the get-go, the online dating trend has already been picking up. I guess COVID was like the extra push to really jump, start the whole trend again. Because I, I'm sure those apps, like they started a few years back, actually. If I'm not wrong, during, I think 2014, 2015 was when it was really quite fresh. So... It was already there. It was just a matter of who's open to using it. And turns out in COVID, of course, then everyone else is a lot more open to it. 
if you're bored at home, then you just like swipe some profiles, if you manage to manage, you text each other and all that. But do you notice like any, do you see people struggling right now in terms of purely in COVID times dating, like among your circle? So that means uh, previously you guys could just have mutual friends, but then right now, like, are you guys struggling to help your single friends do that? Or do you hear these kind of stories? Oh, yeah, I think I get what you mean. Yeah, so I think because we've been going through this pandemic for like two years already, in some ways, um, many of us have become a bit more socially awkward because of the lack of interaction, like offline interaction. So like, a lot of the times I find myself when I'm meeting up with my friends that I haven't met in months, there's this moment of like, uh, I kind of forgot how to interact with people. I kind of forgot how to interact with you. And then, I mean, if this is just between me and friends that I've known for a while, can you imagine what it would be like for someone who's like maybe going on a first date with someone who they've been maybe texting or met on like Hinge or Bumble and stuff like that. So there's that sense of awkwardness that might be a barrier and it might become, I don't know whether it's become like a bigger barrier now as time goes on and it doesn't help now with all the new restrictions and like let's say what if I want to meet this person that I've met online but he is not vaccinated or like he's not qualified for vaccination because of his medical reasons you know how do I meet him in real life because I can enter a coffee shop but he can't so like how do I meet sure I can meet him for a picnic uh, but um hmm, uh, logistically it's quite troublesome right yes (laughs) (laughs) and I think it's superficial but from a girl's perspective, right, I wouldn't want to go on a first date with a guy at a picnic because it feels like, how say, um, if I'm meeting him in a cafe, that place is air-conditioned, if I if I put on like my best makeup, I did my hair, I'll look fine. But if I go on a picnic with a fella, it's like, my makeup is going to run, I'm going to look like a greasy pig, my hair is going to be like, like either frizzy or like flat, you know. It doesn't look... <laughs> so it's very superficial, but it's something I think a lot of girls will think about because like what Tim says, you know, it's like putting your best foot forward. For that first impression, yeah. Maybe that's why I never heard back from the girl after most burger. Most burgers fine, lah. It's, it's not. It's oh, not I think most burgers fine too, man. They're probably just burgers, but they're just a bit small. Maybe she was hungry. I only bought one burger. <laughs> 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 but but that's a that's a good point, at least. Uh, for the, I mean, the whole yeah. the practicality aspect also about about. Um, going offline to meet and then you have to consider all this extra stuff now. They have to wear masks. Oh my god. And then people have been putting so many mask photos on their profiles. Like mask, mask, mask. And then after that you never show your full face. Then when you meet that person in real life, oh uh maybe I should be in hospital. (laughs) 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 Uh, Everybody's gonna hate me. Yeah, hey, but uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, maybe Piyush, I tell you guys also. I'm sure you guys agree also, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think in fact, like the vaccination thing, now on the apps they do have an option of like indicating whether you're vaccinated or not, and even preference. Like, would you like to meet someone who is vaccinated? Yeah, uh, who, yeah. who is not vaccinated? So that kind of I think the reading apps really recognize that fact that this barrier is existing, and they're putting these measures forward. And actually, kind of resonate with what Liz said as well. Like, about the location must be something where quite a comfortable place. I mean, for guys, sometimes we don't intuitively, like, you know, think about it. Like, okay, then maybe... Oh, what if I do? Not... <laughs> Bro, I, 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 I give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we might not subconsciously think about it. 
So uh, it's just something to keep in mind, like whether they're comfortable plus the fact that you are in a COVID environment for so long, you might not be interacting with people much. It might be a bit of like, yeah, speaking out might be a bit of a challenge at the start. Yeah, pretty fair points there. Yeah. How about yeah. you? Sir, <laughs> I agree with Liz. Uh, it's like it's going to be very difficult, like logistically, to manage with someone who hasn't been vaccinated. But you just stick, stick them at their word, like what they say on the app, what they say when they text. And then if it's very important to you, sometimes, you know, it turns out it's not. But like we're all living in Singapore where it's hard not to be vaccinated, right? I mean, like yeah, most of us. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Either the government will get us to, or like, or we will just like follow everyone else. And so, I mean, I and we all recognize the importance, lah. Most of us, like, I would yeah, or most, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know medical, any people. Yeah, mm. medical reasons and all that. That's the worst part. I feel. But that's another thing, right? So, other than about strangers in general, I heard that uh, actually Liz here has helped. Uh, have been trying to help. <laughs> Her fellow friends uh, to actually get into the dating world. How's that going so far? Um, not much success, but to be honest, even before COVID, there wasn't much success. <laughs> it's <just laughs> general, lah. I mean, to play, to play the matchmaker, because I'm, how say, if I was the one who is trying to meet someone new, uh, internally, I have a lot of things that I would consider red flags. But if I'm so-called a matchmaker, I wouldn't know if my red flags are the same as the other person's. And sometimes people who have, especially for people who have never dated, they don't even know what are these red flags that they should be aware of. Yeah. Mm. And right. I feel that everybody has different perspectives, but somehow it's a bit distorted. Like you can go on TikTok and then people will come up with like their own tips on like, oh, what are red flags? What are things you should avoid? What are things you should... In fact, there are, there's a lot more content on red flags that it makes people scared to date, I feel. Like, mm. there's so much you cannot do and it makes you think like, you know, isn't it safer and isn't it like, doesn't it provide me a more peace of mind for me to just not date? So, yeah. But I also think uh, a lot of girls in Singapore are working adults will know what they want in a guy. So you can say they, they sort of you see, people are getting married later, they're having kids later, they know what they want in life. They don't need a guy, they don't, they don't need to date now, why must I date now? I must date when I'm ready. Um, yeah, people have more choices in the sense that even the guys, you know what you want in a girl. And the girls know what they want in a guy. So sometimes, it is a bit harder because, not say you're selective, you know what you want and you will not settle for anything less. Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. really good point, actually. It, it was actually reflected in the 2020 census. So actually, Tim is speaking for the country right, at this point. That <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 basically, among the singles, right, uh, especially among the females, a lot of the singles uh, are actually high, more highly educated. Um, yes, this. true. Yeah, because we obviously, uh, with the awareness on uh, contraceptives and also rising cost of living and, and childbirth and all that. And also, like, the fact that you want to build a career first. They have different kind of priorities. You don't prioritize settling down as a thing. Already. It's, it's something you do when you are, when you feel that you are ready, uh, no matter what age you are. Yeah. yeah that's true. Maybe and, you can uh, argue it's an Asian culture thing. I, I'm not sure. But, I, yeah. I would say the Asian culture thing is more of, like, traditional values-wise, right? 
they mm-hmm. would prioritize settling down actually. So I will say that it's more of we are trying to push back against that because you are more highly educated, right? And you are more aware of like worldviews and all that. You tend to accept a higher standard of living or you have higher expectations and yeah. you wouldn't want to just marry first before you even settle your life or rather reach your goals or whatever you want to do. Because then it, it sets a, a trap for a, a broken family, right? It, it's a very dangerous situation to get into. Yeah. I'm not sure if you agree. Yeah. Agree, agree. It's nice. the expectations, the, the expectations. Correct. It's been changing a lot. Uh, and you're right also for guys, obviously. Uh, we also know what we want. Uh, yeah. And the, uh, what Liz said about red flags and all that. I think <laughs> once people are more aware of when this kind of stuff is like trending right now, right? The red flag emoji, da, 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 like all kinds of jokes and, and stuff. Yeah. It's quite funny, la, but it it reflects a certain awareness of what kind of people we are, uh, in terms of basically more of us are aware of what's what's the right thing to do, what's the wrong thing to do, essentially. And therefore, maybe it may help to put off some people, it may encourage some people to change their ways or at least aspire to a certain standard. And, and also for the other side, the receiving end is to that is that they will be aware of the reflex for sure. And therefore the expectation comes along. So yeah, that's that's a good point. But unfortunately, yeah. oh your, your efforts are a bit wasted, like your single friends still haven't settled. But then again. <laughs> so like about what Tim said, right? I think there's also gender differences, right? Like I think mm. girls like generally at a younger age, they know what they want. Like guys, we or I don't know if it's a stereotype, but I think it's more or less true. Like we are a bit more flaky. Like we don't really know what we want till a certain I don't know. Uh, maturity, yeah. Yeah, we reach maturity a little later. Yeah, we're a bit slower. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's a girl guy thing also. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I think they said they said something about in the census about I think younger couples are getting divorced more or something. Yes, divorce rates are increasing also. Yeah, it's quite I, scary. I read that. Yeah, it is quite scary. Then you ask yourself, what is the underlying cause? You see? Is it you're rushing into it too fast? You're not giving yourself enough opportunity to find the right one? I don't know. Like, are you in it for the BTO or, or are you in it for the person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole timeline thing, right? Like, everybody's yeah. on this. That, that, yeah. The bandwagon. Uh. <laughs> the 35-year-old thing, whatever you call it in Singapore. But yeah, uh, 35 you buy BTO. Single. If you're single, yeah. If you're single yeah. in Singapore, you can only buy at the age of 35. Otherwise, you have to right. live in rental. Yeah. But on, on the point of divorce, right? The it's also, I would say, not a super bad thing because younger couples divorcing, right, means that they at least end the stuff, end all the relationship early before they before it's too late. Yep, yeah, that's true. That's actually quite important also because I feel like there are some marriages that are just sinking you're, you're stuck in there too long everything is already in shambles and then you're just barely keeping your appearances at this point it's pretty scary yeah I must say but maybe uh, you can say it hmm? yeah that's true yeah it's, I it's different uh, I don't know I'm not sure if we agree with that I think you can say also let's say you divorce young you might realise in your marriage that this is not what I want that's why you divorce mm. yeah it could true, be true. yeah possible because we are young, only marriage is a lifelong thing. It's something to be taken very seriously. You don't mm. choose this person because she, <laughs> she's hot today, 50 years down the road, she's old also, you know. So, it's a life choice. <laughs> la. It's a life choice. It's, a, it's not something mm. to be taken very light. Yeah. 
especially if you already have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Cannot flip flop. Uh. <laughs> it's not okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on on to that, right? So mm. in terms of like relationships, uh, and also using the dating apps as well, do you have any advice on as a mature, <laughs> as a experienced users? <laughs> not very experienced, not very mature. Also, but um, just some two cents worth, uh. Sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith. Uh. The trust part comes later. Damn. Yeah. I think that's anything, man. You'll be you must be willing to give each other a chance. That once that chance is given, the trust will come later. And then be it vulnerable and everything. Yeah. Be yeah. vulnerable. Very true. Right, correct. That's a good what do you all think? I, I like that. That's very wise, actually. Uh yeah. it's a it's so, a feeling, uh, right? You got feeling, feeling, you just go for it. Then you see. Yeah, it's that leap of faith, like right? most of the time. Yeah. So the feeling right. to see your feeling, may your feeling to see may your feeling. <laughs> I was gonna talk about Moss Burger. <laughs> if Moss Burger doesn't work out, maybe she might want. She might be asking for working McDonald's instead. Oh man. my god! Yeah, you never know. Oh, <laughs> and Singapore's changed, right? There's Xlat and what Shake Shack and whatever. People know their fast foods better, you know. <laughs> yeah. Later she want five guys. Oh, sorry, I said five guys brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five guys only, and who knows? If five guys like in a like when on a first date sounds wrong lah, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just yeah, waiting but... for the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, yeah. You have to meet one guy, not four. Yeah. But in terms of dating, what do y'all think? Will you not be actively looking or? I think play the long term game, right? Just just look la. Just keep looking, keep your options open. Keep the options but, open. Yeah. Uh, we are not day trading here, like it's a long term investment. Fund manager. Yeah, yeah. Still, I mean window shop la. <laughs> but it's, it's actually quite true, la. Yeah. The leap of faith is important because you might it's just a trial and error kind of scenarios here. You might not get into like the the first person who you meet, you might not end up with her. You might need like many, many times to actually find the right one. But I, I guess it kind of gives you that experience. It gives you a good experience like what you what you want of a girl as well as what you don't want. Like it gives you that clarity in your thought process. So it's important to actually, in my opinion, to at least date then get some um, understanding of how girls think in general. Like whether you fit in their... Criteria, you know, just 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 give it some thought. <laughs> That's true. I agree. I think yeah. it's important that um in the early stages when you're let's say you meet online that you're make it clear to both parties that what is your intention for dating? Like, is it to gain like experience of what it's like to meet somebody, or are you really intending to date for marriage? Because Correct. one Correct. like the severity is so different for one than the other. Like, if you're dating mm. just because maybe you've never dated before, you want to know what the experience is like so that, you know, it's good for you to learn what are your red flags, your internal red flags, and, you know, whether mm. this person gives you, you know, vibes that you feel comfortable with, you know, or, or whether it just teaches you more about yourself as a person. It's I think it's very important mm. to make that intention very clear, especially if you're, like, a working adult rather than, like, a student. Because as a working adult, we're already so drained by the end of the work day, end of the work week, you know, mm. we the way we don't want to waste so much of our energy into something that will not be as fruitful per se, lah. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a. Oh, that's very very true. That's very yeah. true. It's, it's Expectations must be clear from the start. Yeah. Yeah. 
the communication is key, lah. Right. Yeah, like, well, management communication. <laughs> yeah, like I would, I would. <laughs> I would say that the let's say if I'm meeting someone who I've been like talking to on this app for a period of time, and I'm meeting him for the first time, to me, my mm. most important priority is knowing whether I can communicate with this person comfortably. You know, like. Like when he says mm. something, am I able to reply, you know, instantly on the spot? Or do I have to be very calculative on whether I'm saying the right things? Is he a very reserved kind of person that I should be worried how I, you know, express my thoughts with? And so, it's like it's important, you know, that vibe, um, mm. that mm. that vibe, and it's something that no dating manual or textbook can teach you. It's something very innate in a sense, yeah. And you can only know this from the experience itself, yeah. Wow, so wise! I'm so inspired right now to go online. <laughs> I like、uh, what Liz said, and I think as a person going into the date, I think it's also good to expose what you think are your red flags to show, like, hey, I have all these, like, you're okay or not? Pet peeves, and oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Wait, so, what are some of your red flags, like going round? Like、like, <laughs> for me, it's like I'm always late, lah.、Uh, I think that. But that's an hour late, bro. On time is late, man. On on time is late. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, like to some, like it might seem superficial to some people, but for if some guys feel that the girl says, "Oh, let's go Dutch," they feel like how say it punches their ego, you know. But、mm. for the girl, it might be like no. I I think it's progressive. I think it's normal. We should normalize going Dutch. It's fine. Yes. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what I might feel might be different from what you think of it. Hmm. Okay. I I was so I was like going Dutch all the way. Okay. And then like and then I realized like maybe it's not so nice. Then I stopped. Then I started paying. Oh, oh I thought you let up pay first. <laughs> 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 nice. Ah,、uh, but I, I, I kind of yeah agree. Is it getting more indep? As in, girls are getting more independent. Do not they do not want a situation where they just rely on the guy for everything. Like now, society is mature. We are all educated. We can make our own decisions. So there must be that kind of respect given to both the gender, like to pay for a meal or like just voice their thoughts out independently and. Important to do that. You else? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what else do we have in the agenda? Oh, <laughs>、uh, we only need to say our goodbyes, lah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a that's a very solid discussion, actually. I really agree with you guys a lot on these points. So, uh, thanks once again, Tim and Liz, for taking your time out this uh sunny day. <laughs> hey, no worries, no worries. It's always a pleasure to invite both of you. But maybe just you know. Before we wrap up the episode, to have some final advice or thoughts on to the Singapore crowd in the dating scene, I I, I still stand by my advice on that piece of two cents worth that I have is um take a leap of faith ah、uh, the trust will come later. That's、mm-hmm. for me lah. Then for me is know what is your intention. Hmm. Because、yeah. it saves、yeah. time and the other party's time. <laughs> <laughs> time is money lah nowadays. Exactly. Oh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> But um, sounds like a very good parting remarks. And um, Elvin, do you want to 
say some final goodbye and the podcast yeah <laughs> or do you want to say something about how dating will look in the future how you think or just uh, the future sure, we can have that yeah oh the future is uh, hard to predict as always given <laughs> this whole yeah you mess. can't predict <laughs> but oh, uh, obviously we've seen more have things happening online actually I haven't thought about Hinge because I'm unhinged I'm not on the app and then uh, <laughs> never mind anyway then the the whole like trend is, is gonna grow again uh, for sure and actually a lot of us are more aware of what we want and what's right what's wrong how do we do this and they are more willing to invest the time if you're serious a lot of people are more serious now about this in terms of trying to figure out how to put their best self forward uh, and also identify the, the right behaviors to follow so hopefully it's going to be more positive although there has been a lot of uh, questionable cases especially with online dating there are still a lot of risk which we never talk about it's, it's not to discourage but it's just that it exists because of like catfishing your scams and also uh, emotional blackmail and all the kind of revenge porn whatever you call it it's pretty intense I, I think it's going to be there'll be more users people are going to do it more do more dating online and all that and everyone we still crave connection uh. so once things start opening up right if if things start opening up I think it will really be like an explosion I feel uh, people will really just keep going out going out going out going out because it's all pent up really uh, yeah <laughs> right I mean <laughs> you're like stuck every time you cannot go you know, it's kind of nonsense and then now when things are start opening up next year and onwards I'm sure people will start joining like a lot of events to socialize pick up the skills again know how to be a human being again blah 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 but also the I, was, I think I missed out this part about mental health also because mental health has been in the spotlight again in the recent months and more so over the past year so I think a lot of people have invested their time to, be, to take care of themselves also so they tend to be more self-aware at this stage and also because of that they pick up all these cues they kind of know uh, what makes them tick and all that and they can manage their emotions better so hopefully there's this growing trend of like more mature relationships in the long run even though we might marry later and all that kind of thing I mean who cares uh, really <laughs> you want to marry later go ahead lah right <laughs> government tell you you marry early you, you marry early man no one, no one can tell you to do that right that's what we that's what we our current generation thinks right now so I think that's good I think overall it's a good there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming in the, in the year ahead yeah I'm not sure about you guys I'm waiting for good news from you guys also. <laughs> Especially Aditya. Why me? <laughs> I just, yeah, just drop your remark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in the scene for some time, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, but uh, right. otherwise, you know, Mr. Haridas, would you like to share your views as well? Having On the future? Yeah, yeah. Why I, not? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think there's just now, now there's just much more ways to meet people. Uh, so exciting times. Um, it's going to be, I mean, we have to be safe uh, while, while on apps or whatever, or offline. And yeah, that, that's all I have to say. Okay. Very simple thoughts. Uh, yeah. I like that. Straight <laughs> Very straightforward. Yeah, so otherwise we've come to the end. So thank you, Elizabeth and uh, Tim for joining Thanks, us guys. once again. And yeah, we hope to see you around. La. I mean, when things open up and all that. 
Things open to eight people, uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I miss those days. Uh. Again, we can talk about things other than, you know, dating. It can be like social gatherings, friends, I don't know, something. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll keep you in mind uh, next time. and <laughs> But we'll try to diversify also. So <laughs> That's why we invite sure. you first. <laughs> then next time we invite you back again. If, if there's anything interesting for you to say. La. Fun. Yeah, yeah. If you're a recurring guest, it'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> can I uh, can? <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, for our fellow singles out there, uh, don't lose faith. Uh, take a leap, as Mister Team has said it before, <laughs> and stay safe and take care. Okay. Bye bye.